Okay. Oh, wonderful, wonderful family. I am so, so pleased and honored to be able to deliver manna for you today. And I've been preparing for this today, but actually this has been for some time now. I would say at least a week. Things have been popping up and this is all starting to come together. So it's really exciting. Okay. Um, what I want to do first is I want you to look at that picture that I posted there because that has something to do with what I'm about to say. Um, I want to title this message, Intimacy in Preparation for Persecution and Power. Okay? Um, I really feel, the Father's been laying on my heart that uh, he's preparing this family for more power. Okay? Um, now, we already know all about intimacy. That's nothing new. Um, I kind of played around with the idea of getting into that a little bit, but I felt like it was a little redundant because I think this family is there. We're already there. We know all about intimacy. We've learned all about the secret place and um, the benefits of it. Okay, so what I want to get into is what is this intimacy for? That's what I really want to talk about today. Is it just so that we can enjoy the Father and so the Father can enjoy us, or is there something more? Okay, now as I was preparing for this manna, I was getting a lot of scripture verses in my mind and everything started coming together, but I saw a vision and it was kind of strange and I thought, huh, what was that? Was that for me? Uh, You know, or was that something else? And what it was, was it was a foot, it was a lady's foot, it was a shoe, and the shoe, it was like I was looking down, it was like my shoe, my leg, my foot, my ankle, and a shoe was on my foot and the, the shoe had really long straps Many, many, many long, thick straps, and the straps were being wrapped around my ankle. And then that was real quick, and I'm like, hmm, okay. So I started digging into that, but I'm going to come back to that in a moment, okay? So just think about that for a sec. Okay, here are some of the uh, scripture verses I want to dive into. Now, we're all familiar with the oil of intimacy and the verse in Psalm 92, verse 10 that says, But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. Now, we don't tend to go into um, the next part of that, the next two verses there. So I want to come back to those. I want to come back to those. Um, but first, I want to talk about this. The um, oil of int- intimacy is poured upon us in the secret place. And I have felt it. And I know, I think Melanie has felt it. She, Melanie um Mama Mel has talked about that as well. I don't know if anyone else has done that, but it actually is a feeling. I feel it drip upon my head, and I feel it rolling down my forehead in the secret place. Okay, so what happens when we're anointed with this fresh oil? Go back to Psalm 92, verse 10. Let's go back. The second part of that verse says, My eye has seen my desire on my enemies, my ears Hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. So I'm thinking, wow, wait. So in the midst of this beautiful fresh oil, you're actually seeing a battle. In Psalm 92.10, it talks about eyes seeing and ears hearing, but it's in the midst of persecution. Okay? Now, our eyes see and our ears hear, which equals power. But this verse is in the context of persecution. Oil And seeing and hearing is linked to persecution. Now, let us take a look at what Jesus said about persecution. In John 15, verse 18, Jesus said, 
If the world hates me, you know that it hated me before it hated you. I'm sorry, it says, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates me. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Now, going down to verse 26. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send you from the father, he will testify of me and you also will bear witness because you have been with me from the beginning. Verse 16, one says in John, these things I've spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. So beloved, I love that when Melanie says that beloved, beloved, we may stumble. Why would Jesus put this in the context of being persecuted and stumbling? Hmm, let's take a look at what the disciples experienced, because we can see a pattern laid out for us today in the church. In Acts chapter 4, we join the apostles as Peter is being persecuted for healing the beggar. Okay, and this is after they have been given, they began their intimate fellowship with Holy Spirit after chapter 2's infilling, right? Okay, when the tongues came upon them at Pentecost. Okay, so in um, I'm going to read chapter 4, verse 17 for you, just to prepare us. But, it, but so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them. From now on, they speak to no man in this name. This is in the context of being persecuted. Everything was fine up until Peter healed the beggar at the gate beautiful. And then that's when they began, the persecution began. Now, if you jump down. So verse 29, now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Now, they prayed this prayer because they were being persecuted. So it's like the persecution is what stimulated this second infilling in in verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now, remember in chapter 2, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues and spoke to the people outside, but they really didn't have um, the boldness that was needed because why now? Why here? Why did they receive boldness here? Why didn't they receive boldness in chapter 2? Why did the Holy Spirit choose to, to state it this way? And I believe it's because... This level of boldness is what's needed in the face of persecution. Okay. Now, let me see here if I want to go further. Okay. Okay. So what I want to just really, um, my heart is really seeing, my heart is opening up to this, is that I feel that persecution is coming. And, and I feel that it's necessary for us to have what comes next. Okay, so in chapter, that is, it is in Acts chapter 4, verse 29, whenever Peter prays for boldness, that's what's coming after persecution. Um, now, this is what I'm crying for. I don't know how many of you out there are doing it, but I sure am. I, my, the cry of my heart is for boldness to speak his word. And I don't think it's a coincidence. And I know a lot of you are out there doing the same. Um, and and in, let's look at chapter 5, verse 12. Okay, now this is where it gets fun. Because this is where it's headed. And I believe this is kind of where we're at right now. I think we as a church 
we haven't really experienced a lot of persecution, but I think we've experienced it individually for sure. We know that's a fact, not I think. I know. I have. I know you have. And But I think there could be a possibility that we as a body may face some persecution along the road for 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 how we are and who we are and how we go about our, our encounters and things like that, because we're really seeking. We're really seeking. And our group is just so strong. But it's not a, a group that uh, the masses want to be a part of. And there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Um, okay. So um, I believe this is where we're at right now. We're here crying out for this boldness. And, and I want to point you to the next event in this chapter, in this book of Acts, chapter 5, verse 12. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. Okay. Um, I believe the Lord is saying persecution is coming. So get prepared by tapping into this fresh oil back in Psalms 92, verse 10, so that our eyes can see and so that our ears can hear. Um, he wants to take us into a deeper level of seeing and hearing. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Brian Guerin is coming um, the end of July because he is a um, a lover of intimacy. If you've had an opportunity to listen to his videos, um, he's operating in signs and wonders. And it just seems like all this is popping up um, right around the same time. And I'm seeing a connection. I'm seeing a trend in some of the other um, family members who have shared. It's a it's a narrow path that he's taking us down. And um some of us may be feeling like we're, we're experiencing um, things happening and we're like, what's going on? What's going on? And, and I think the Lord's requiring us to, to cry out. Um, Jeremiah 31. Oh, where did I put that one? That was another one that he was showing me. Jeremiah 31, verse 9. With weeping they will come, and by supplication I will lead them. I will make them walk by streams of water on a straight path in which they will not stumble. Again, even within this verse, you're talking about weeping in the secret place, asking and requesting, being led by still waters, straight path, but so that we don't stumble. You know, there's still an opportunity for us to be I experience a little bit of um, um, opposition. Okay, so persecution, then power. Persecution, then power. Okay, now this is what's really, really amazing, though, and I want to kind of end here. Um, the Lord, and I know Nikki was sharing, and I was sharing with Nikki separately, privately, but and I thought, oh, should I deal with this today? Because that was... A couple days ago, Revelation, but really I couldn't get away from it. Um, the Lord keeps bringing me back again to this. Acts chapter 5, verse 13. Um, now, back up to 12. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. This is where we're headed, right? Okay. Um, they were with all in one accord in Solomon's porch. Yeah, that's Sunburn Encounters, Sunburn Church family. Now, here's the important part. Um, I thought I saw I heard this voice. I, I, I read this verse and I said, Lord, I don't I don't understand. What does this mean? Yet none of the rest dared join them. But the people esteemed them highly. Um, and I thought, huh. And what I'm seeing is that this level of anointing that the Lord wants to release on this family is not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And I believe that the people in this family are hungry. We're of one mind. We are of one accord. And we're really seeking in that secret place. We are crying out for this level of anointing. And let me tell you what. People are going to esteem us highly for it, but they're not going to want anything to do with it at this level. They're going to want to benefit from it, and they're going to want to um, 
say, yeah, yeah, you know, I believe in you. I believe in you. I'm praying for you guys. I'm standing with you. Yeah, but they're not going to be with us, standing beside us. They will not join us for fear of the persecution. Um, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm feeling. And um, I think it's just it's something that I'm ready for. And I'm asking you, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for what's coming? Because I really feel, I really feel the Lord is taking us into a new level. He's calling you out. He's asking you, he's asking you today, will you come and will you follow me down this narrow path, this level of anointing that I want to pour out upon you? And it's going to be costly. It's going to cost us. It's going to cost us. But guess what? Keep reading. In chapter 5, verse 14, it will cost us, and many will not want to join us. But read. It says, and believers were increasingly added to the Lord. We will be adding multitudes of people, both men and women, to the Lord's kingdom. They may not want to join us. They may not want to be a part of our intimate family that's going to be operating in this level of signs and wonders that's coming upon us because we are going to be called out and we're going to be persecuted. But they are going to benefit from it because they will be added to the Lord. And and in verse 15, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches so that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them and a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem bringing sick people (laughs) from everywhere they brought their sick and those who were tormented by unclean spirits and they were all healed do you hear me guys this is where we're headed (laughs) I'm so excited and going back to the shoe vision that I had real quick and I'll end that we are going to be sure-footed. The Lord showed me. I'm like, what on earth is this shoe? So I did a bunch of quick verse checks in the um, the Word on strapping and and all that stuff, girding. And let me find those verses. Psalm 66, 9, who keeps us in life and does not allow our feet to slip. Psalm 121, 3, he will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Psalm 56, 13, for you have delivered my soul from death. Indeed, my feet from stumbling that I may walk before God in the light of the living. Those who love you have great peace and nothing causes them to stumble. In Psalms 119, 165, and in Proverbs 4, 12, when you walk, your steps will not be impeded. And if you run, you will not stumble. In 2 Samuel 22, 37, you enlarge my steps under me and my feet have not slipped. Psalm 17, 5, my my steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. In Isaiah 63:13, who led them through the depths like the horse in the wilderness? They did not stumble. No one in it is weary or stumbles. No one sleeps or slumbers, nor is the belt at its waist undone, nor its sandal strap broken, says Isaiah in chapter 5, verse 
27. We are promised that even though we will face persecution, he has promised, he has shown me, I have seen it. I have seen the shoe and the straps. Those straps were long. Those straps were flexible. Those straps were wide, and they wrapped around our ankles tightly. And we will stand. We will stand. So I ask you, in closing, get ready because you need to get oil. Are you ready?